Hello and welcome to the business behind your business. And there's a lot of excitement or anticipation around at the moment as businesses are looking at getting back to business. Why are they looking to get back to business? Well, in New South Wales, particularly in Sydney and and hopefully in other parts of Australia, we're seeing that businesses are coming out of lockdown, states are coming out of lockdown, and people will be returning to business, but not business as normal. Maybe it's the new business. So Welcome again to The Business Behind Your Business. I'm your host, Paul Sweeney, Chartered Accountant and Business Advisor, and we're talking today about this whole idea of getting back to business and, well, I guess a return to business. Now, there are a couple of things we want to avoid when we go back to business because we know that things are not going to be the same. Things have changed. We've got rules around who you can do business with, how many people can be in the in the office or your business premises. Rules for engaging with customers are within certain date times as we return to a roadmap of, of, of you know, full recovery, or not full recovery, but a full return out of lockdown. So we've got different rules that we have to comply with. Now, one of the traps that we can fall into is assuming that when we go back to the office, when we go back into that situation that we were in before, before COVID, where we are all back together working in, in close proximity or as close as we're allowed, that we will just pick up where we where we left off. That now that we've returned to an on-site business, that things will go back to the way they were before. And I think there's a danger there in just returning to that same model and expecting it to to continue to work. Now, maybe there was a problem with that model before um, COVID started and, and you know, having to work in a remote environment has caused people to assess whether they are actually doing things the best way for their business. And, and if you've been thinking through those issues, it's, it's quite good to be having given thought to it, but also having prepared your, your plan for how you're going to approach coming back to this face-to-face on-site business. Now, I know a lot of people are crying out for it because they're thinking, well, we're going to be more efficient working together. There's more interaction, more social interaction. It's easier to collaborate face-to-face than it is remotely because you need to check in when people are available. But it's not going to be the same. Now, if we expect it to be the same, then we're going to run into issues. We're going to run into conflict because people are used to working a different way now. The mindset of people is different. So in the past, we might have only had meetings face-to-face. Now there's a wider acceptance of video. In the past, we didn't have as much acceptance of working from home. And now there's more of a I guess uh, an acceptance of that, but also more of an entitlement to it that we we believe that hey we can do this, so we should be able to do it more and more often. Accepting that we do need to have those interactions with our workmates and our our, our employer to to be more I guess effective. That the the face to face is what's been missing from this working from home environment. So. Getting back to the office, we need to assess whether we need to make changes. Now, the ideal time to do that assessment is before you actually get back into the office, before you get back into that face-to-face. Identify the changes you need to make and make sure all your team are on board with that. 
Now, it's not just going to be changes in terms of how your team interacts. It's going to be changes in terms of how your customers interact with you and how you service those customers. What's the most effective way? Because going back to this face-to-face issue situation, we're going to have some issues which could cause some conflict. And look, in a couple of the upcoming episodes, we've got some great guests lined up to talk about how we deal with conflict, how we deal with the relationships with our customers and our employees in this, I guess, post-vaccine stage of of, of returning to business because we are going to f- be faced with issues and there is still some tension out there. We've got the the whole vaccination question that, that they're still causing a lot of conflict. So that is going to be there. You know, we are going to have to make changes in the way that we interact with people. We're also going to have to have a look at, I guess, our expectations of delivery, of timeframes, and, and put some more... I guess care into front into planning and planning and scheduling for for when we need stock, when we can actually do the work, and factor in things that you know when we've got people working from home, there is some loss of efficiency or loss of effectiveness. So we're not going to be able to produce at the same quality or, or speed. So factor that into your timing. Don't assume that when we go back to the office, things are going to pick up exactly where they left off. Now, if they did pick up exactly where they left off, that might still be a bad thing. And part of it could be because we had a situation where maybe your business had issues before COVID and they've sort of been, you know, we've been able to cope with them because we had things like government assistance and funding to get us through this COVID crisis. But they've sort of papered over the fact that there is an underlying issue with how we were doing things before. So if we come back to the office, to the work site, expect to pick up, do things the way we were, but forget to have a look at the, whether there's an underlying issue affecting our business, a warning sign that we haven't been paying attention to because we've been focusing more on the, the short-term assistance and just managing through this crisis. So it's a good time before we get back to the office to actually have a look at what are the underlying issues with our businesses. What can we correct? What can we change? What should we stop doing? So make a, make a time to actually sit down, assess what's going on in your business. What's working well? Well, what was working well before COVID? What were the issues that were starting to creep into your business before COVID? Because they're still going to exist. But how do you actually change the way you approach those, those issues? Or do you need to change the way that you operate to avoid them? Or are there some things that you should just not be doing? You know, there's a great definition of insanity that if we keep doing the same things but expect different results. Yeah, you know, we need to have a look at our changed environment. We can't keep doing the same things. Yeah, you know, we can't keep doing the same things and expecting different results. Sure, some of the, the underlying inputs into to our actions are different. But we can't expect to keep responding the same way, to keep operating the same way and expect a better outcome. So we need to identify what we need to do differently and make a plan for making those changes. And maybe it's not a case of change everything at once, but work on small, manageable tasks. Focus on the things that you can control. Focus on the daily things that you do in your business. 
maybe even write a list of all the things that you do on a daily basis and then work out what of those things don't actually contribute to generating revenue, to managing processes efficiently, to managing your business or towards planning towards growing your business. Make a list of those things and actually take an assessment and say, hey, do I or should I keep doing any of those things? Maybe there's some tasks that you're doing that would be better done by somebody else. Maybe you could hire an assistant or maybe you could outsource some of those functions or maybe delegate down to another employee to do those tasks. And maybe they could do them just as well as you within guidelines. And that would free up your time to do more of the working on your business, the planning, the managing, the actual making decisions, leading your business forward instead of just day-to-day doing the daily grind transactions and working in the business. You need to change from that working in and just doing, doing, doing to working on the business. So some things have not changed. So even when we go back into an on-site situation, an in-office situation, we're still going to have the same three big issues that every business faces. And those three big issues are cash flow, sales, and employees. They are the three big issues that we're constantly reminded of. They're constantly raised in in review meetings with clients, in planning meetings. How can we improve our cash flow? How can we make more sales? profitably and how do we avoid having issues with employees how do we make sure we're compliant so every business has those three issues and if even if you don't have employees you do will likely have contractors that you're dealing with suppliers so we need to work out our plan for improving our cash flow improving our sales making more sales profitably and making sure that we have great working relationships with our employees, that we are getting the best out of them effectively, efficiently, that they are feeling, I guess, empowered and respected and appreciated in in their role. So we've we've looked at what we're we're doing in our business and we've identified we're still going to have these three big issues, so we need to make a plan for, for those. But before we can move forward with that that planning, we need to go back and and actually look at what do we need to fix first? Maybe that's part of the plan. Let's fix the issues first. Because when when you have, say, a a major, or let's say an accident or you you fall over and and damage, let's say you hurt your leg or you break your leg, before you can actually work on strengthening the leg, the leg's got to heal. So we need to get things done to heal it. And maybe there were a, a cut at the time that you broke your leg. So that needs to be cleaned up and maybe stitches and repaired before you can move forward to strengthening the, the leg again. We need to deal with those, those issues because if we don't deal with them, they're going to have consequences going forward. So, so let's have another look at our business before we go back. Take that time out. You know? Take a break from doing the business. Take a break from the Zoom meetings. Take a break from, well, schedule some time and, and set aside time to think about What's going on in your business? What happens in your business? What are the causes of inefficiency? What are the causes of not making profit? What are the causes of getting paid slowly? And let's let's make a plan to deal with those issues. So 
planning is is one thing. Lots of people start with great plans, and it's we've probably all got some goals for what we want to achieve when we get back into the office, and that's great. But what we find is that most plans, most actions, don't actually happen or get implemented unless you tell somebody about it, that you've written down a plan. Because I know it's very easy to forget what you said you were going to do last week. Make a plan, write it down, commit to it, and share it. When you share that plan, you become more accountable for it. People will follow you up. So make a plan, share it with somebody that you're willing to be accountable to. And that could be your team. That could be your employees. That could be your, your business partner or your, or, your, or your spouse. But be accountable. And, and the more you're accountable, the more likely you're to act on those items in your plan, which you need to do to make changes to move your business forward. So we need to have a plan. We need to know where we're going. We need to know the steps we're going to do. And I think we get overwhelmed by how much there is to do. I think just start with something small. Start with the small things that you can control. Uh, a great place uh, to look in terms of how you actually become more effective is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he's got some great advice in there. Great advice. You know, it talks about how we are not effective because we're just spending all of our time being busy, working hard. And he uses the example of, of, sh- of sharpening the saw. We spend all our time cutting away at the tree. Our axe is blunt, our saw is blunt. But if we took the time out and sharpened the saw, that we would be able to cut that tree down in, in much quicker time. By spending the time sharpening the saw, the rewards are there. It pays big in terms of dividends, of saving time, saving energy, saving costs. And that's a good thing for your business. So take the time out, sharpen the saw, work on what you need to do, work out what you need to do, make a plan for how you're going to do it, and implement. And then the other thing is make sure it's actually working. Make sure the outcomes are what you want. Have a way of checking that, you know, if you've made a change, let's say you, you want to make sure that that you get paid for every sale within 14 days. Make sure you've got a process in place to measure how quickly you're getting paid. And that way you can tell, is the plan working? If it's not working, you need to make some more changes to it. So there are a lot of things we can be doing. There's a lot on our minds at the moment. A lot of people are really excited about getting out of lockdown, getting back to business. But we've got some work to do before we get there. So instead of binging on uh, Netflix and you know TV shows and lots of different things, spend some time working out what your plan is to get yourself not back to the office, not just back to business, but how you can work on your business to grow it Make it stronger, make it more efficient, more profitable, and help create that business that's going to deliver the results that that match the reasons you went into business. Business is hard, but, but if you put in the right work on the right things, you'll get the outcomes that you desire. And, and that's what we want to go to. And uh, we've got some great topics lined up and, and particularly looking forward to our next guest. We're going to be looking at ideas of 
how we can avoid conflict in the workplace and conflict with our customers. And there's going to be some great tips shared there, but we're looking at new ways of doing things in this new environment. And a lot of it is to do with how we relate to people and the steps that we put in place. How, how we manage not just each other, but our own time, our own goals, our own energy. So I'm really looking forward to some of the guests we've got coming up. We've got Steve Curtis from The Head First and Harry Nathu is coming back to, to join us, talking about some of these changes and, and Paul Cripps as well, looking at this whole idea of how we manage our employees because they are going to be one of our greatest resources. So we've got some good stuff coming up in October. I'm looking forward to you joining us. And if you've got anything that you want to raise with us specifically, please reach out to us. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash the business behind your business and, and leave us a, a question, leave us a comment, and we'll be very happy to feature that in one of our upcoming episodes and, and answer the questions that you have. So thanks for joining us again on The Business Behind Your Business. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favorite podcast player. Or you can visit the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website.